Dear Cynics and Romantics, my name is Monice and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. On this episode, I wanted to talk about being rejected in love. I know I can speak for myself and I have absolutely experienced this. It's not something that is pleasant and it takes time to heal, if, especially if it's someone that you are deeply in love with. So I hope you get some insight on today's episode, where we might mix in some laughter, maybe some tears, romance, and of course, some cynicism. Welcome to episode 39. Experiencing rejection is already difficult in itself. But being rejected in love is probably the hardest thing to deal with, especially when it's someone that you are deeply in love with or someone that you have deep feelings for, or maybe you've liked them for a very long time only to find out that they don't love you, they don't want you, or maybe you're already in a relationship with this person and they've decided that they no longer want to be with you because they don't love you anymore. And dealing with that, it can be incredibly painful, especially if it's someone that you deeply love and you deeply care about. The suffering that comes with this type of rejection is considerably harder than most other types of rejection. Sometimes you might be rejected in terms of career, occupation, or even friendships, but being rejected in love takes a toll on who you are or who you think you are. Interesting. Um, Many people tend to love and desire those who aren't as passionate about them. It seems like being rejected or merely the fear of being rejected makes us more passionate about what we can't have, making us suffer even more. It's as if, you know, we want something so badly, but that person or thing or item doesn't want us. So we want it even more. It's like this weird psychological desire to attain what we cannot have. When you first realize that you are being rejected, you might not be able to speak or you might feel emotionally or even sometimes physically ill depending on to- depending on the type of level of romantic rejection it it was for you. Although the intensity of these emotions, the negative emotions will fade over time and depends on the type of relationship or the relationship that you may have had imagined in your mind, you're going to go through some type of mourning process. Some days are going to be good and some days will be bad, but little by little, you will have to learn or learn to enjoy your life And you're going to start seeing other opportunities pop up for you. The first thing that we have to do when 
we are rejected by someone is accepting the rejection. It's not an easy step at all. And I'm not lightly discrediting anyone's feelings of rejection. But sometimes being able to accept that rejection will help you discover who you are, maybe even love yourself even more, or know that there is someone much better out there for you than the person that you thought that you wanted to be with. You know, you hear the saying, time heals your time heals all wounds. And so to help you along your journey, if you've experienced rejection, there are some things that you can do for yourself to help the healing process. The first one is keep reminding yourself that this is only a temporary feeling. Everything in life is temporary except for a couple things. But the feeling of rejection is just temporary and it doesn't feel good in the moment. But learning to accept that and know that the feeling is only temporary, you might get to a point where you could even become thankful for the experience in the future. For example, I always have exp- I always have examples of my own experiences. There was this gentleman that I had grown up with, uh, and I really, truly cared about him. And it just didn't work out for us. He chose someone else, and that was really something I had to come to terms with of being rejected by him only to now that I'm wiser and older, I can say that was a good experience because it's what I learned. And in this journey of mine, I found someone that truly cares about me, someone that truly respects me and wants the type of relationship that I've always wanted in life. And from that first experience of rejection, you learn to figure out what you want in a relationship. And the best part about it from that once terrible experience is I'm glad it didn't work out the way it did because I found something and someone so much better for me. Another thing that you could do is engage in physical activity. So playing tennis, playing some type of sport, going to the batting cages, being physically active forces us to concentrate outside of ourselves and learn to live in the moment. If you want to go and go kayaking, you know, do things like that. Make Try to find things that you can be have physical activity in and one it 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 just boosts your confidence too you just you feel so much better once you exercise I can I can say for myself that I don't altogether like running but the times I do run I just feel so good about myself when I have that physical activity so trying to find some type of physical activity can help the healing process 
I know for me, and I've talked about this before, I take pole classes and I take pole fitness and it's a really fun experience for me because usually it's a, it's a group of us girls and it's a very supportive environment and it's very encouraging and just being in a positive atmosphere like that will just help the healing process, especially if you've been rejected in a, in a relationship or just been rejected by a love interest. Another thing that you can start working on is focusing on yourself. Although it can be hard right now, but try avoid criticizing yourself. Just just be kind to yourself. Be your own friend. If you catch yourself analyzing the past or yourself, again, you know, gently Try to draw away from that and do something for yourself in an external way. You know, I talk a lot about like music. You know, if you if you like music, go go to a concert, you know, invite a friend. Hey, even go by yourself. I've gone to concerts and ballets and theater by myself and I, I have a blast at times. It's it's because I get to focus on just the pure art form and it, it, it gets you away from any negativity, especially, you know, once, you know, especially if if it's a rejection of love situation. Another thing you can do is learning a new skill. Learning something new. So learning something that will challenge you maybe mentally, physically, emotionally. Learning a new skill will take your mind off of any negativity that you may have experienced from being rejected in love. To make things even better for yourself, learning a new skill may help you discover opportunities for yourself. You might find something that you you enjoy doing and you could potentially make a career or a job out of it or you know create a podcast that's that is part of my journey and part of my healing process just in general not not necessarily talking about um being rejected in love but this is a good step on just focusing on yourself it's all about focusing on yourself and being positive one of the best things that you can do for yourself is is travel. Going to a new place is always fun to explore and learn about the culture, meet new people, you know, seek out different environments. This will distract your attention from any negative thoughts and just add excitement to your life. Adding excitement to your life is going to be so critically important during this healing process for yourself and so pick a spot that you you never thought you could you would you never thought that you would be able to go to for example my spot was Boston I, I after my divorce I one of the first places I went the first place I went to excuse me the first place I went to was Boston because I just wanted to go there it's, it's been a place that I've been seeking out and wanting to go for a very long time and being able to go there and make a new experience for myself is is something that was part of the healing process for for me during after my divorce and again this is something that you can do for your healing process and another thing that you can really focus on is 
meeting new people. When you meet someone new, and I don't necessarily mean finding your next love interest. I'm just saying meeting a new person, you know, being unafraid to have to talk to people, you know, go to, they have these social, these social events, sign up for a social event and and meet new people. You're going to find someone that maybe is, that might be your new best friend. Or, you know, if, if everything is aligned the way it's supposed to, maybe you might meet the person you're meant to be with. And being rejected in love is 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 not going to be so bad if you're able to meet someone new. Now, I'm not saying go out and 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 try to find your next relationship. Just really focus on you, focus on your own well-being and be exceedingly kind to yourself. Being rejected in love is really an exploratory of how strong you are and rediscovering yourself and growing in the entire process. But be your kind to yourself during that journey. Give yourself time. Don't try to start in a relationship, especially when you feel as if there is still unfinished emotional business that you have to take care of for yourself. It's all about focusing on you. So I hope you found some insight to being rejected in love. Um, and just do a lot of self-reflecting at this time. So I always like to end my podcast episodes with a quote. And this is from Steve Maraboli. And he says, As I look back on my life, I realize that every time I thought I was being rejected... From something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. Thank you for listening. And as always, yours truly, the Romantic Cynic. <laughs>